0: drive this one. Have you (laughs) Great. (laughs) So I'm starting to see a trend on how we start these episodes. (laughs) Chris baits me into saying something and then he starts the theme music. Am I right? That is true. Okay, so this is why what the producer has over all of the other players as he controls. He is the puppeteer. That is true as well. Chris Cochran is the puppeteer. And uh, we are the greatest song you never heard podcast, gaining a lot of followers and steam, at least in our minds. And so
1: that's true. Neil Young once threatened to pull himself from Spotify
0: because of us. That's true. Us and Joe Rogan. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know we're there somewhere. Hey, did you know that between Dan Marino and I, fifty thousand yards thrown in the NFL? Wow, that's crazy. I know. I got a lot of touchdown. I mean, we have a lot of touchdown passes. <laughs> that is too.
1: fantastic.
0: Okay, so we have an episode today where Chris is bringing a song to the table that, in theory, and in all likelihood, uh, nobody's heard, including myself. He is now busily sending me an email that has the lyrics on it. And I will see these lyrics for the first time. I have no idea who the, the artist is. I have no idea what the title is. But... Once we hear it, we're going to talk about it. And we hope it's going to be one of the greatest songs you never heard. Chris, any setup on that?
1: Yeah, you know, that's funny because there's a lot of songs in my life that uh, I I know instantly within maybe 10 or 15 seconds if a song's going to be something I really, really love. Um, and this was one of those songs uh, that... Oh, man, it messed with me from the first time I heard this. Uh, and when you find out why uh, it messed with me and who sang it, it's going to make total sense to you as to, to why, uh, because of what happened later on after this song was released. Uh, but it's a funny thing, too, because uh, songs like this one often get overlooked until later in, in, in history. And I don't know why, because to me, it was one of those songs that jumped out to me and made a huge difference. And I've listened to this song thousands of times, not like hundreds, thousands and thousands of times um, to the place where my wife is probably sick of this song. Mm. Uh, but it's such a good song. I sent you the lyrics, mm-hmm. and the lyrics are very important to this song, actually. Okay. Uh, they are, this, unlike last week, this song has lyrics, and they are important. I was
0: going to say, are they as important as the lyrics in last week's song? So uh,
1: they L- can are I ask you more quick,
0: important. Is that right? Well, yes. it makes sense. Can I ask you a quick question? Sure. When you hear a song for the first time and it grabs you right away, does that song generally have longev- longevity with you, or uh, is it a a quick uh, a quick Upper, a quick high, and then it uh, drops off the... It
1: depends on the song. Um, so one time I shared an office with a guy, and uh, I have a tendency to, if I like a song a lot, I just put it on single repeat and mm. keep listening to that same song for an hour and a half, two hours, doesn't matter to me. <laughs> That's super annoying. And I didn't realize I'd done that before this gentleman who I shared an office with came in. He comes <laughs> in, he sits down, and he's been working for about 30 minutes. And he goes, hey, uh, hey, Chris. I'm like, yeah, and he goes, "Do you, uh, do you... Do you think there's a chance we can maybe listen to a, a, a different song? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. This is me. This is not me trying to torture you. I promise. That's funny. Uh, yeah. I, so thought, it, it I thought he was going to s- say, this station is playing the same song over <laughs> and over. So to answer your question, it depends on the song and it depends on how much I like it and how much it impacts me.
0: There are songs that I, I, that don't grab me right away, Then I hear them. I, I mean, it's not like I dislike them and they just don't grab me. I hear them a little bit more, a little bit more, and I start hearing the nuances and it turns into a song that I absolutely love. Right. And, and I'm always worried about those songs that I, that I like right away, that I'm also going to get tired of them right away.
1: That's not the case with me. usually. Okay. Interesting. If I know, if I like it, like really like it right away, I'm super in, but
0: I'm a sucker for hooks. Mm. And so if a song gets me with that hook, yeah, then it's like, it's almost too easy. Right. And so then it's easy to get annoyed by it. Right. And so that's why I asked the question. I was just curious.
1: All right. You ready for a song from someone I guarantee you know, but you've never heard? Yes. All right. Here we go.
0: to get the train from Potsdamer Flats You never knew that, that I could do that Just walking the dead
1: In the
0: jungle, I remember the a man lost in time near Cardi, just walking the dead.
1: 20,000 people
0: Crossbiz and Bukka Fingers are crossed Just in case Walking dead As long-
1: So, Philip, <laughs>
0: is that with one or two L's? Tell me what you think. Uh, my first thought, okay, I, I've, got, I've got notes. My okay. first thought was um, super muddy music. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know it's by design, but super clear lyrics. Yes. And I, and I and I like that in a sense that I think that you know. It's a very simple song in terms of chord progressions and, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Not a lot of um, musicality per se. And so they're like, let's just pull that back and make it about the lyrics and, and the singer. Yes. My first thought, it was Paul McCartney at the very, very, very front. And I'm like, no, but you already played Elvis Costello. So, but I can see Elvis Costello singing this song. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like, and I was like, is it Bowie? It is Bowie. Oh yes, okay. Um, but still, uh, I had to really stretch and reach to get there. Yeah. Um, but that's good. Uh, I have not heard the song before. Um, is it called "Just Walking the Dead"? Nope. It's okay. called "Where Are We Now." Okay, gotcha. So there is a line in there, sitting in the jungle.
1: Yes. Oh.
0: <laughs> That's really so just so you know it's not jungle it's no. not J U N G L E. Yes. which uh had I not had the lyrics in front of me I would have thought that.
1: That's why the song is so important to see the lyrics.
0: Right. So it's D S C H U N G E L. Yes. Jungle.
1: Yes. It's pretty interesting. And it's a it's a neighborhood in um in Germany. There's a lot of like German lyrics in here, German words yeah. in here. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. And you know um pronounced really really well. Because I think David Bowie was um, bi- bilingual yeah. by a lot of things, but bilingual for sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I digress. That's so right. It's so funny. <laughs> hey, look, when you love everyone, the whole world loves you.
1: Well, you were just talking about different colored eyes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Did you know he had two different colored eyes? I did not. One brown and one blue. That's naturally explains a lot. Yep. Yeah.
0: He is a very unique person. Yep. And obviously super
1: talented. So this song was actually um, a very, very, it was a surprise when it was released. Uh, Bowie hadn't released anything in over 10 years when this song came out. And he recorded it in secret for two years, uh, an album. With his longtime uh, co-conspirator, a guy by the name of Tony Mm. Vinscotti. And so from 2011 to 2013, he was recording this album in secret and nobody had a clue that he was doing anything. And then one day out of the blue, he literally just drops it on iTunes and nobody knew a whole new David Bowie album was coming out. What they also didn't know was he'd been um, diagnosed with terminal cancer at the time. Right. And he died three three years later. But this song was actually released uh, January 8th of 2013 which was his 66th birthday so think about this so he passed away in 16 Uh, 2016 okay So think about this this guy is 66 years old Mm. when he records these vocals and i listen to these vocals and there's a lot of people who by the time they're in their 60s especially someone who led the career that he i mean his first single was in 69 Right. right and by the time he gets to 2013 he still sounds this good well you know and so let's just put it in perspective too a lot of singing
0: yes Probably a lot of drugs. Yes. Okay. Which takes a, uh, a toll on your body. Yep. Um, one of the greatest crooners of all time, Frank yes. Sinatra, was not who he was towards the later years. Correct. Paul okay? McCartney in his late yeah, in his years is not who he was early on. He's struggling a little because bit. Because he didn't take care of his voice. Right. Um, and we'll I'll let you know if Billy Joel is that way here in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Can't right? wait to hear about that. Because we've got that coming up. Um, but uh, the fact that David Bowie can do this... Uh, I don't think his lifestyle... So, sure, he did some things that probably didn't help him. But he's smart enough to do things that probably did help him. And that probably helped in his case of having a a voice of this quality at this time of his life.
1: Well, the other thing about this song that just makes me so excited one of the reasons one of the greatest songs no one's ever heard uh, this kicked off for Bowie one of the most prolific periods of his entire career mm. because he knew he was going to die he started writing songs and albums I think he did two or three albums after this one right. before he passed away he was at, he literally finished an album and two weeks later passed away
0: sounds like Glenn Campbell almost
1: very very similar yeah. and, and he knew he was not going to go out he had more in him to give he had more to write and he wanted to continue to Good give him. and write uh, even though he knew he was passing away and so this song to me, is one of those melancholy. Uh, the chord progressions in this, while it's simple, they're not easy right. chord progressions, right. and they're very interesting chord structures, uh, which is fascinating to see from Bowie because he's he's experimenting here. He's doing something. I mean, it would be easy at sixty six and at this point in his career to come out and and make another like Less Dance or or Ziggy Stardust or whatever else it is that he that, had done that, in the past that he had
0: success with. Let's he, like just replicate this.
1: And yet he's still doing something brand new and different than anything else on the radio. And in fact. This song actually went to number six on the UK charts. Really, uh, it didn't chart here in the U.S., but it did get to number six, which made it his last charting song uh, before he passed away.
0: Well, let's talk about that for just a quick second. So he didn't play it safe. He wrote things that he was feeling uh, at the time, and didn't play it safe. Didn't go back to the to the model that worked before. Right. Okay? Now, had he gone back to the model that worked before, then you've got the critics that say. He's just doing the same thing. You've got the masses that are like, this is great. Right. But the critics are like, not good enough. So doing something that's outside what people expect is a risk. That's true. And so uh, doing that, you're putting yourself out there, talking about being vulnerable.
1: Well, and this song is very vulnerable. He's talking about just walking the dead. He's talking about his memories. It's an old man looking back on his life uh, and really being introspective. Uh, And at the end, there's this hope. Uh, As long as there's sun, as long as there's rain, as long as there's fire, as long as there's me, as long as there's there's you. you. Uh, and, And while those are even cliche you don't expect that kind of hope to come at the end of a song that's literally looking back on your life and going just walk in the dead
0: and and the writer knows they've got a very limited
1: time and nobody else did that's the best part
0: yeah that's very cool no this is good uh i'm just also happy with myself you can say i'm pounding myself on the back which i am (laughs) that i got the artist it took about two-thirds of the song and I did. I went through the progression of McCartney. Mm-hmm. It, 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 there's no way. And I don't think Paul would sound... I, I mean, it was close, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you're not going to do another um, Costello. No, I'm not
1: going to do another Elvis Costello. Especially
0: when we did one a month ago. So, uh, and Bowie was right there. It's, it's just true. Kind of, but uh, this is very, a very fun song. Well, I don't know about fun. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes life um, spins you not good things. Right. And how do you deal with it? That's true, right, and so uh i I give Bowie a lot of credit for writing the song and and producing it, performing it, and doing it in quiet so that he doesn't get hounded, yep, so he can get to work and do the music and do it the way he wants i w- I wonder you know who produced it and
1: uh, he did with Viscotti. Uh, okay. and I, and I think in, to answer the question we try to ask every week, why, why was this song not more popular? Why right. was this right. one of the greatest songs you've never heard? Uh, it's because it doesn't fit a mold. Right. Uh, I mean, 66 year old men making pop music doesn't often get played unless it's a joke of some sort yeah. or it was on American Idol or, you know, what's the lady's name who was on in the, the British lady, who everybody was a big deal. Um, was it Cindy Lauper? No, the old lady, remember? And she was like an opera singer. She was on The Voice or something like that in England. And the next oh, thing you know, she's everywhere. Yeah, uh, you know Boyle, what I'm Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle, right? Yeah. And so what do you do with a 66-year-old legend who comes out with something that doesn't fit the mold for any genre and then go, well, where is that going to get played? Because it's not like Ryan Seacrest is going to go, welcome to Hot 100 Live. Here is David Bowie right. with a song about death from a 66-year-old man. Go.
0: Well right? it's like Rod Stewart. He he put out an album of standards. Right. And, and so is that not playing it safe? It is. You know, and I, I'm I, I've never liked Rod Stewart's voice. A lot of people do, but it's you know, I
1: think it's playing it super safe. It
0: is. And you're going with a low hanging fruit.
1: Well, and I think too that a lot of times we we as human beings uh, get to a place where we stop growing and we stop exploring. Mm. And so, what you find, tend to find is with some artists, they get to a certain age, and and I I can't remember who it was somebody I just read recently. Somebody said. The worst thing you can do is to continue to pretend to do what made you famous to begin with, oh. and it just becomes this cliche, gross thing over and over and over. Yeah. Uh, and when somebody actually can explore and learn and not not just try to do what's cool now, but innovate on what's happening in right. the world, man, that's that's art, and that's that and that's always art. interesting.
0: That uh, art is um, so important in our society, in our culture worldwide, right? Yes. It's what really, it, when you talk about music, it's why Paul Simon went down to Africa and created a fantastic album with locals down there, right?
1: I just wanted to ask, did he bless the rains down in Africa? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: he did it with diamonds on the soles of his shoes. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, but that was a reach. Yeah. And when you have a reach, yes, you have risk of it. You've fallen flat on your face. But those who have confidence in themselves and believe in themselves get up, dust themselves off, and go back at it. It's true. And you know what? Even if that didn't have commercial success, at some point it may. It, it, music is a funny thing. That's true. And and it could resurrect resurrect itself. It's like
1: uh, a good example of that would be um, uh, John Cash, Johnny Cash. Right. Who resurrected his career with a song from Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Hurt. Was yeah. a nine inch nails song that he re-recorded. And the next thing you know, everyone's like, I used to listen to Johnny Cash before a yeah, cool. sack
0: of dog dude. Right.
1: <laughs> right. You forty year old piece of garbage with your like trendy shoes. I Even can parade. see your
0: nose growing from here.
1: Well, anyway, that's uh, one of the greatest songs I think no one's ever heard.
0: I love it. And uh, it came from Bowie. And it did. Uh, God Rest His Soul is, um, you know, he brought, well, you know, it's funny. Recently, you brought an old Bee Gees tune up. That's true. Even though it wasn't Bee Gees who sang it, and a David Bowie. That's so true. So good job. Uh, Thank this you. was one of the greatest songs I never heard. And if you're I will- looking
1: for it, it's from the album The Next Day. Okay, from uh, 2013. 2013. Yep.
0: Beautiful. The next day, David Bowie, and the song was...
1: Where Are We Now?
0: Beautiful. Not Where Art Thou.
1: What did uh, you, the listener, what did you think about this song? If you have some comments, thoughts, uh, maybe you want to just share uh, in our excitement for all things David Bowie, uh, drop us a line, shoot us a text, uh, leave us a message on our Facebook page or even on our website. Phil, where can people find us? On <laughs> The website online? is
0: thegreatestsongyouneverheard.com. Uh, We are actually on Twitter uh, before they kick us off. G-S-Y-N-H podcast. We promise not to talk about politics, just music. Great music. Some Mm. of the greatest songs you've never heard. And, of course, Facebook, as Chris mentioned, the greatest song you never heard on Facebook. So until next week or next time and by the way if you have some ideas throw them our way
1: oh for sure feels uh,
0: running out of good ideas so. no i'm not i really have a whole <laughs> lot of songs and i tell you it just depends on when we sit down to record on which ones i pluck out mm, it's yeah. what i'm feeling that particular day yeah. so thanks for listening thanks for hanging there with us on the greatest song you never heard podcast